today's a special day because uh, I got a special guest known this dude since uh, high school ninth grade electronics cluster class mr. mr. Flores right mr. Flores electronics class class of 2002 veteran CEO and uh, blood extraordinaire <laughs> aka hold on let me get this right because I know you told me Damon not David it's that one. Damien yeah da so I told you I don't know if I told you yeah, you told me the phone earlier today because oh. I called you Damien and you were like no but I call you Damon yeah Okay, I was all day today. Well, after you and I talked earlier today, I was like, okay, I, I, I got to call him by his real, his legal name, or real, Damien, not Damien. I prefer the Damien, because like I said, <clears throat> all my life, I was spelling it the D-A-M-I-O-N. Yeah. And once I got around, like in high school, you know, seeing official documents, government documents and stuff, <laughs> it was spelled D-A-M-O-N. And I was like, boy, they done messed up at Parkland Hospital. <laughs> But, uh, shout out to the county babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a county baby, so fuck it. I'm yeah, in there too. Yeah, I'm like, Parkland done messed up, mom. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was crazy, man. Had to yeah. me like that. I, and, you know, everybody who knows me is Damien. But. Hey, so without further ado, <laughs> you can like that shit, right? I like that. I like that. <laughs> My artificial people in here, man. Yo, welcome to the show, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate the ozone. I like that. You are officially the first guest, like to to actually be on this and to be heard because my other recording got deleted. So, oh, that sucks. You originally, you are the officially the first person to who will be heard actually on my podcast because my first one I did it by myself. Gotcha. I, got I did like you. a thirty minute intro by myself just to you know play it out there. But uh, yeah, man. But you're the first, man. I and the CEO. You. So shit, can't get better than that. Oh, my bad. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. That's a blessing. Hey, man. I feel honored, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. I'm going to thank you for coming out, man. You know, we got some other subjects that we're going to touch on now, but that particular one, we're going to say the best for last. Say the best for last. I like it like that. Yeah, man. Like so, that. all right, so I gave introduction. I met you in high school. You were in the military service. Yes, I was. How long were you in there for? I did 10 years active duty. 10? 10 years. From 2004. Sure, after you graduated. Because you yeah. graduated in 02. Graduated in 02. And then? I hung around in, and hung around in Dallas, you know, did some work. Yeah. Uh, and then 2004, I, I left and joined the service. Damn. So June 2004, I remember it. Like June. Like June the 4th, 2004. God. I remember the day because I was like... <clears throat> just imagine just being around in the neighborhood, you know, wake up, sun up, sundown, yeah. wake up, go to bed, and then you go to another another side of the town or another side of, you know, the country. Or the world, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and I was, that wasn't my first time out of Texas, but that was the first time out of Texas by myself. Oh. Yeah, it's the first time out of Texas by myself. And actually, okay, I, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, my first time, I was, I was grown. I was grown. No, hold on. Grown. You were grown? Or they grown. made you grown? Like, once you... So, both. Both, both. okay. I was 19. Okay. And, yeah, I, I was grown. I left... I got out the front porch. That's how I looked at it. Damn. I got out the front porch. Grown. I grabbed my... I grabbed my belongings. <laughs> Your belongings. My, I grabbed my belongings and <laughs> told my black ass. <laughs> like, I gotta go. I, yeah, the square business, though. That's what it was. All right, so... All right, so you went... The training, what is it, 16, 14 weeks maybe? About total. Uh, I mean, we're not going to just. Uh, yeah, about, yeah, about yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then after that, what happened? I'm like, where did you after go? After that training, those those weeks in training, I went to Fort Lewis, Washington. Okay. I was stationed there between 05 to 2007. That was the first uh, installation, actually, where I went uh, went on my first deployment. Deployment. My first combat tour. No shit. Yeah. No, that didn't, dude. I don't know. Well, like, we never touched this, but I didn't know you actually like you actually saw action, action. Yeah, I saw action. If leaving leaving her to go to another to go to a foreign country and okay. hear, hear bombings and seeing seeing things that I had never seen before. I was it was new for me. It was new for me. Uh but I just I just thought about my paycheck, man. I really that's really how I held the money. Was, I thought about my, my I thought about the first and the fifteenth. So let me get this straight. You grew up in Pleasant Grove. Well we grew up in Pleasant Grove. Yeah. Like not far from each other. Yeah, not far from yeah. As hood. Yeah. Right? So 
all these bang bang. <clears throat> oh no. So, so the ones compared over there to compare to here are like little black firecrackers. Basically. <laughs> so you're like, holy shit, this is a different kind of bang bang. Yeah. It's a different type of 4th of July over here. <laughs> exactly. It's a different type of 4th of July. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, whew, I, can, I can remember we had a close encounter. It was like, a, so we had these things called chews, but they're really like a little, uh, our, our apartments or whatever. Okay. And I remember like across the street was the cafeteria and... The cafeteria got bombed. Yeah. So basically almost you know how like the Skyline High School? Yeah. The student the, center? Yeah. Put it like this. The Skyline High School compared across the street, those apartments. The apartments, yeah. Like that. Wow. And, and you were there. I was in my room. Boom. Well, and I was like, damn, that's that that was really kinda close. close. Yeah. So come to find out it was the cafeteria. And I was like, dang, they hit the cafeteria. <laughs> And it was always times when they got close like that. I was like, it was close. Yeah, then take go, too close. But I never dwelt on it like that. I was like, that was close. Okay, let me get back to doing what I'm doing. But that was the mind state, That was the mind frame that I always put myself in. I was okay. Like, wow, that was close. Okay, but nothing happened. Okay. Good. Thank you, God. Thank you, but God. For, for yeah, real, that's amen. How, that. That's how I used to look at it. That was close. And so that's what got you. Well, that mindset is what got you through those 10 years. Several different types of mindsets, man. But uh, I think one once I locked in and started getting on my knees and, and praying a lot, yeah. I think a lot of stuff just started bouncing off me, man. I used to get a lot of distractions that could have, you know, just tore me up. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, once I started getting down on my hands and knees and, and thanking the Lord for, you know, just the small stuff. Yeah. Like I say, I tell like I tell everybody, I like I appreciate my time in the military. I had fun, I had a blast. I appreciate the experience, and I think every young man, or every young lady coming out of high school should at least do really three to four years to get to get to get that to get kicked and punched in the face, because that's what life's gonna do to you. Yeah, I think I think every like coming out of high school, you should be at least mandatory. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Because if you force to do something, gonna it's do gonna it. make you do. It's gonna make you do the minimum. But who wants to do the minimum at the end of the day? You want to go above and beyond. That's Correct. how. That's how I looked at it. Of course. So, like I said, I appreciate the. I, I initially signed up for four years, and I wound up doing ten. So you volunteered. I volunteered to do. So right after, so two thousand and four, you said I'm done. You're gonna go into the military. Yeah. And then, so you signed up for four. Ended up doing. I reenlisted. Like I reenlisted, I reenlisted twice. Okay. Uh, I reenlisted to I reenlisted my first time to move from Fort Lewis, Washington, to move to Fort Hood, Texas. Fort Hood, yeah. And then I had a second reenlistment where the unit that I was in was trying to move to El Paso. Okay. And that was I'm from Dallas, so <laughs> Fort Hood, Texas to Dallas was was like two hours. So yeah. I was cool with that, so I wasn't trying to go to El Paso. Correct. Away. Plus, I had family. Yeah, Dallas. So, and and I ask this because because we're living it now, you know, with the whole George Floyd stuff and then all this, you know, race thing. So, and I want to ask, like, you as a well as a young black man, because you're the young still. Did you ex experience anything, any racial discrimination, or I I felt like okay, so. The reason I ask because, you know, I assume, or I say this because my cousin is also in the service, and he, you know, has his own uh, squad, or I don't know how you call it, platoon or squad, or whatever. Yeah, platoon. You know, and they're very close-knit. You know, so even then, I, and I, I would ask him, hey, man, would you sometimes, you know, because being Latino, you know, would you also feel discriminated being brown in the military? You know, so you as a, as a young African American, because we see it every day on TV. Like I had told you, like like we've never shared this before. You know, so to get it from firsthand from you know somebody whom I've had I've known that I would you know. So it's kind of like, and I'm just curious to know like what was your experience like as a minority African American? You know what you know like firsthand because because you see it on TV, but to actually get it from somebody that you've known and had that camaraderie with. You know, it's like a different aspect. So I, I most definitely felt it, but the way how I handled it, now that was that's the part I'm most proud of. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, and a lot of times it rolled off my shoulders. I, I could just you know how you can feel the vibes. Yeah. Of it? That's how. I, I, really. Yeah, you can feel the vibes when you can tell like, 
It's not that they don't. They're not. They're not saying they don't like you or they don't want you to get to the next level because you're black. But you can feel it. You can, and then you can sense example, it. Yeah. Prime example for me for like uh, this. This will be this will be an example for me how I would look at. It. Okay. Prophet Snuffy Joe, you know he's he's getting pushed. He's doing good. He's doing good. Here's Private Pickens over here doing outstanding. 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 But Private Snuffy is doing good. good. But Pickens is doing outstanding. Uh, Snuffy would get pushed to to the next level. Upper ranks. Yeah. And here we go. Private Pickens is doing outstanding, but Private Pickens is still at the same level. So and no push. No push. No push. That's exactly no push. No, wow. no push, no guidance, no my whole thing it is, no leadership. Okay. And that and I had some I'm giving I'm giving all the juice that I had a scenario. <laughs> like and we'll I give said, an example we'll give an example. I'm giving an example. Yeah. So but when I said no leadership, I, my leadership, I had a guy who I was under. He had just came back, you know, they the unit just came back from doing that tour. Yeah. And the guy who was in charge of me, uh, he did he, he he trained me to the best of his knowledge, I guess. And when it came time for us to go again, to go down range again, he put in his paperwork to to get out. And I was like, still, I was like, maybe maybe a year in, two, yeah. I was two years in, I was two years in, and I was about to go into another level, like go overseas. Oh, wow. Come back by myself, not getting told what, who, what, when, where, and what's going on. No, send you. Yeah, because I went on my first combat tour. I I was on the Advan, and Advan is like uh, y'all going first to set up. Okay. So it was like you know there was it was primary maybe like maybe 10, 20 people that goes first and you know set up. Yeah. You know, and I was part of that team, and I had never like I said I didn't know what to expect. I was going to set up for this unit of, I was, yeah, I was going to set up this unit of, you know, maybe uh, 200 soldiers or yeah. more, and making sure they needed, they had got sleeping, sleeping accommodated, uh, water. Uh, they were treated. Basically, basically we, getting, we getting ready for them to come, to receive them yeah. from the states, and and everything needs to be set up, you know, at least the minimum needs to be set up, yeah. and then the rest could get taken care of later on down the road. But for me, being a young black man and getting told, oh, you're going first. And what was so, what's significant, what's significant behind that was, at that time, I was expecting my first child. Oh, okay. So, I was like, oh, I got to go first. Oh, and I'll get to see my, my kid born yeah. or whatever like that. So, I had a lot, a lot Going of on. stressors that could have just, you know, made me tap out. Like, no, I don't want to do it. No, fuck that shit. Yeah. Stuff like that. But, you know. I took it to the chin, and I had to, you know, I was already two years in, like I said, so I'm, I was already getting used to taking some stuff to the chin and, yeah. and getting up and, okay, drive on like that, so, so I took that, I took that going first to the chin, adapted, and, over, and overcome, so that's, that's what a lot of the military is, is taking it to the chin, adapting, overcome. Okay. Next, next, next task. Next task? Yeah. So you never felt like because you were black you were being treated differently than the white. Sometimes, the, sometimes. Okay, no. so there were cases of that. Yeah, sometimes, okay, so I right, see so you did that. You know, like you went through that ten years of it, and now that you're a civilian, and what you see now, you know, or what we see now, what's going on in the world or in the U.S. with all these killings and all, like, do you reflect on that, like? Yes, I do. I say to myself, nothing has changed. Okay. Because uh, I remember prior to me ever joining the stuff, joining the service, I can remember like, you know, the old Vietnam vets was like, oh, they would go do their time and they would go serve and then they would come back to nothing. Yeah. Just a whole bunch, you know, that the Viet, what the Vietnam vets, vets are going, went through or what some of the Iraqi and Afghanistan veterans are going through now, you know, homeless, uh, needing jobs, needing needing help, needing resources to, you know, to live. Basically basically to live and thrive. Yeah. In in a place that in a place they was told, Hey, you you know, 
you you made the ultimate sacrifice. I should come back to my my state, come back to my land. Yeah. Come back to and be taken care of. Of course. Because at at it should be. Yeah, I'm not saying it, but I I feel that way. You feel that way. I feel that. No, way. you should. You know, because uh, yeah, like <sighs> like a lot of these people come over. Hey, Amen. You know, they come back um, mentally, physically damaged. You know, especially with PTSD. That, that's that's that you run, know that runs in my veins too. Oh, does it? Yeah, I didn't, so I'm learning this as I'm talking to you. Like I know we've touched like a we touched on the tip, yeah. But this right here, like I, I didn't know about. You know, I've always been curious about as a minority what they go through. You know, mm-hmm. I want to talk about. You know, I, I want to bring in a, a cousin of mine because he's in in in, in, in the military. So I want to get his perspective, but I also want to get a African American or black perspective of. What's it like in the military, and also as a civilian, you know, especially what's going on now, you know, because it's kind of like, man, I mean, especially when it comes to vets, you know, like they come back broken, yes, you know, and then especially with PTSD. So, like, do you go like a lot of a lot of my my uh, my PTSD is like. So I had a lot of family deaths going while I was in the service. Okay, yeah. And what was crazy, you told me about one? Which is like my mother passed. Like, well, it's, my grandfather passed. Oh. Then my grandmother passed. Then I know about that one. Then my mother passed. Like it. My mother passed on my way from PCS and from. I was leaving Fort Lewis to move back to Dallas. What. And man, that's crazy. So yeah, this story, this story is crazy though. But this, it's it's one it's one of these things that that was that's in me that built me that 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 I used to keep moving, pushing, to keep yeah. going. So December the eleventh, like two thousand and seven, like I get a call. My mom's in the hospital. She's sick. Okay. And I'm like, damn, my mom's sick. I'm on I'm on my way to go back to Dallas, Dallas to, yeah. to Fort Lewis. So you know, we driving, we on our way back and. Get a phone call, you know, she tell me she's not doing so well. So I'm like, dang. So we just we on our way driving from from Fort Lewis. Me and my ex wife at that time, and my kid, okay. my child at that time, we leaving Fort Lewis and driving to Texas, and uh, get there, get to make it to Dallas, and uh, my mom was not talking. She she moves a little bit, you know, to, to acknowledge me, you know, and, and to acknowledge my my daughter, her grandbaby. Yeah. And the next day, <clears throat> the next day she passed. So you got to see her. I got to see her before <clears throat> before my mother passed. So and she waited for you. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm gonna hold on for a little bit longer. I know. Yeah. yeah. So shout out to Mama P, man. Yeah. Shout out to my mom. Shout out. Uh, and what's crazy with that is, like, my mom dies two days before my birthday. No so, way. So whenever my birthday come, it's I used to, I used to like. Get in the corner, you know what I'm saying. I used to go to a corner and keep to myself. I used to be like that for the first couple of years. Yeah, of course. Then, then something, something, not something. I found, I found the exercise. I found running. Yeah. So once I found, you know, that uh, that exercise and that running to relieve, you know, that uh, that anxiety or that PTSD or those, yeah. those thoughts, I got out of that slump of stuff like that. No, and that was through running and exercising. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what got you. That's out what kind of that got me out there. That's what kind of got me out of that, that slump. Okay, you know which is good. That's what got me out of that slump. But when my birthday used to come, well, it still comes and it still kind of bothered me. But just know, when December twelfth comes, I'm 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 kind of I feel it. Yeah. But when December fourteenth comes, I'm turned up. Yeah, of course. And I enjoy my I enjoy my birthday. I love my birthday, and you know I'm pretty sure everybody else should. Everybody else should feel the same way. About of course, their birthdays, yeah, you know definitely. So if you feel that way about yourself, about your birthday, man, shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? Love yeah. yourself, love your birthday. So that's how I feel. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I think death is as hard as it is. I think death or passing is a, in my eyes, in my views. It's like a death of celebration, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because because they're not going through the same bullshit we are. Ooh. They don't got to pay bills. Like it, they're resting. Yeah, you know, P- 
okay, that's what you do when you sleep. Your body's resting. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a good, I don't say a good thing, but it's like a coincidence that your mom passed away near your birthday. You know, I'm sure like you and your mom were like really, really close, you know, so just because of her passing, it makes it a little bit more special. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's like, you know what? Like two days, <laughs> two days before your birthday, not only like you saw her and she saw her grandbaby, you know, so that's what makes it like, to me, like, I think like I would hold that really, really close to me. You know what? I got to see her and she got to see her grandbaby, yeah. you know, so that's, yeah. that's makes it even more special. Yeah. You know, like, you know, one of her last people that she saw was you and the grandbaby. You know, so I mean, it's a beautiful thing. And what was funny with like, <clears throat> so she saw me, but she, it was a little late dollars bit there. But when she, like when my my oldest daughter at that time, when my oldest daughter gave her a kiss and she moved. Oh no way! Yeah, she moved. So that's beautiful, right there. Yeah, she moved. Cause she knows. I mean, she, you know, yeah, she, she knew. Yeah, she she knew this from her grandbaby. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, you know, so I said that's how you got over your. Your PSD was through exercising and running and stuff. Yeah, that's how I cope. You know, you, I use that to kind of manage. And know. now we're trying to get you on the bike. Yeah, we're trying to get on. We're trying we to, try get to get on the bike. You got a free bike, oh. and your ass is hurting. And why? We did three miles, no, six miles, because we went back. It was six miles. Yeah, because we seven. went three, and then we went back. So that's that's six. I thought you said it was seven, but I mean. Well, shit, I don't remember anymore. I know I posted I'm, it. I'm saying simple because we 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 we, <laughs> we 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 ride like that. You know what I'm saying? We get down like that. Five, that's we'll, how we roll. Fine, we'll keep it at seven. Shit, yeah, we, seven. That's how eight. we roll. Lucky seven. Yeah. But I mean, we had to stop a few times because 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 Rock's seat was a little bit too small yeah, for his. Was, uh, that bike seat was not handling. <laughs> I'm still got me nightmares about that bike ride. Oh my god! Shoot. Sex was hurt. <laughs> Man, that shit was hurt. Damn, that shit was hurt. Yeah, but again, like every Friday month of the last month, as we go riding. So I'm, now I'm you know. I'm now you know. I bet. So, you know, like going back to the whole, you know, race thing here in Dallas. Okay, I have to ask, and I'm sure you ask yourself this too. You know, when you. Because everybody's on the phone recording, and then, and and I see it with, with with my people too. I'm just not, you know, just saying this and this and that. So why is that when cops say stop or pull over, they decide to keep running? So it's like to answer that question. I think black black people for so long have been in survival mode. Okay. So, we just trying to survive, man. Really? We just trying to survive. And you know, the person who brought the survival mode thing yeah. to me was my sister. Okay. Because anybody who knows me would be my sister. Uh, my sister told me, she was like, you've been, you've been trained and taught to be an adult yeah. since you were 13, 14 years old. I was I was going to go pay bills for my for the household. Yeah. My grandmother would give me the money orders, and I would go take them to the little quick check class, quick check, yeah. place, and pay the light bill or pay the water bill. And I would walk there, and I would walk back home, and yeah, I bet not lose any of that money or that that money order was it was on me. At your early age, at that age, to make sure the bills got paid, that was on me. Yeah, to grow up. And, and I didn't. I wasn't looking at it like that. I looked at it like, oh, I'm doing something for green. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm gonna walk to this store and hopefully I can get a dollar out of it and buy me some candy and, and I'm gonna pay this bill and yeah. give me a soda pop or some chips or something and come back home. But that's what I looked at it like. But my sister was like, that's survival mode stuff. Like okay. Doing doing that, she was like, you you left. You didn't go to to college and to enjoy college and stuff yeah. like, like a normal you know kid who graduates from high school. You. You went to the United States Army. Yeah. And served in combat and all that. And she she broke it down to me like that. She was like, you've been in survival mode since since she was like, since she could remember, since she was a baby or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, that. so to answer your question, you know, like when, when they were asking us to stop or, especially with police officers, it's, it's survival mode time. That's another, yeah. It's survival mode time. Like, if I'm finna get, is the police officer going to try to shoot me? Is the police officer going to try to tackle me? I don't want any of that. So I mean, of course he's gonna run. Yeah. 
that ain't that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah, you know, in general, because I'm because it's like listen, like if you got nothing to hide, like so, why yeah, you running? Exactly, exactly. I mean, like if you got some weed in your pocket, okay, you know, if it's a little ounce or something, throw it away. Then be like, okay, a little misdemeanor, but you know, but if it's just to like you know get attention, it's like you know, the cop. Well. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's a double standard with the cop, mm. you know. It's, it's a, to me, yeah, in my yeah. opinion, it's a double standard because I mean the cop's doing his job. I don't think a cop, well, maybe I'm naive or something, but I don't think like they just wake up in the morning and be like, you know what, I'm a just for the shits and giggles. I'm, you know, and I I have been told about the, uh, you know, about the racial profile. Th- that I do believe sometimes. I do believe in that, but just you know, for a cop just to roll up on you and be like, you know, get his gun out, and then you start running, it's like, dude, like why are you running? I mean, if you got nothing to hide. Just, I mean, stop. Even so, I say that because, at least in my family, or you know, growing up myself, I've always been taught, you know, like respect authority. Yeah. If a cop says stop, freeze, I'm gonna stop and freeze. Yeah. Now. You know, as a human being, if I'm hiding something like, oh, crap, I got a Glock in my bag or I got some weed in my pocket, then I kind of got to weigh my chances. You try and run and skate this or end up going to jail, you know, but that's just the way I was brought and raised. You know, yeah. everybody's everybody's brought up raised different, yeah. but it's kind of like, listen, like brown, white, Asian, everybody's like, like, why we got to run? I mean, the cops doing his job. You know, he. I mean, he's doing his job. He. I don't think he's there picking on people, but they just. It's like why? Like why are you running? Why? Like I say, <clears throat> I, the whole thing with that, I think it's just the survival mode. It's a survival mode. Survival. So, like you as a black person, like, like what makes you think about that? <laughs> like, like because I've heard some black people like you know, it's like why are you running? You know, like I've heard. Of the, like, you know, some other black friends said, listen, I'm black, and I'm like, dude, you know, you're making us look bad. You know, for the ones that do act right and, you know, and respect authority, but the ones out there, it's kind of like, is there a need for that? Man, the whole thing, what I think is, I think those those authority figures just need to get a whole... Retraining. Exactly. That I agree. Exactly. Retraining, you know, put some of these newbies in the streets... Put them on patrol to see how it really is. To serve the community, you need to know what the community Be in the community. Exactly. Correct. And I, I totally agree with that. You know, because growing up at Pleasant Grove, you know, down Buckner and Bruton, all you see is just patrolling. Yeah. You know, I've seen brown, black, white, everybody. And a lot of them would be out there hanging out with, with people, you know. Like, they roll up in school sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, the DISD police, you know, like they roll up up there, you know, hanging out. <laughs> We're not going to say no names. There's one in particular. But, but you know, it's kind of like, you know, like, yeah, I, I agree. I think, uh, you know, law enforcement should, you know, not only just stay in one area, you know, like they should put them out and about, you know, so they can get, you know, know the community, get involved in the community, you know, like be the face as well. Yep. 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 I think, yeah. They need, they need to hold. They need new training. Yeah. And need to be be one, be in the community. Mm-hmm. Be in the community. Facts. Facts. Yeah. So I so now you okay. So you did the training, the military. I see you want a CEO hat. So like, what you got going big on CEO, inside? Big, big, big CEO. Big CEO. <laughs> B-I-G big CEO. Big CEO. Big <laughs> <laughs> I stole it. Yeah. What you know what? <laughs> This is a disclaimer. <laughs> he actually <laughs> barred it. Yeah. Uh, yeah he is there. He barred it just I for the time being. I might have to censor that part out, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't want to ever get in trouble. Yeah. So, the thing with the CEO head is uh, I own my own business, and uh, I think everyone should have their own business, and I think everyone should be uh, their own CEO. Yeah. The thing about being a CEO, I mean, you know, you own your own, you own your own, you're making your money, uh, you're doing, you're doing this, what it takes, you're making the steps to be, you know, the boss. Correct. So, that's, that's how I look at myself, I'm the boss, uh, the name of my company is Squeaky Clean Kicks, uh, 
resell shoes or clean shoes. Trying to incorporate some more things with the squeaky clean kicks, but right, you know, right now I'm doing uh, that's what I'm doing, squeaky clean kicks, and squeaky clean kicks is named after my brother, may he rest in peace. Uh, I didn't know that part either. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get you getting some. You getting yeah, some, man. You getting some stories. Man. Heck yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what my business is, squeaky clean kicks, and you know the CEO hat stands with no on the boss. On so is a shoot game right now. Is it like the shoe game is like the real estate game? Really, <laughs> the shoe game like the real estate game. The price gonna keep going up. Oh my god! <laughs> the price gonna keep going up. So I I've been I've been doing I've been in the shoe game since since two thousand three. Yeah. And the two thousand three was I was working at the uh, Redbird Mall, Southwest Center Mall. South yeah, Southwest South Center. Center. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I was working at a uh, Foot Action in the Southwest Center Mall, so that's I've got my first taste of, uh, of the shoe game. Okay. And I got once I got on my you know old enough to afford a pair of Jordans on my own, I just went I went dumb. I just I had a pair every other release day, and then I had competition coming from my brother. And he had all no. I I only wore I only wore Jordans. I stopped wearing. Yeah. I stopped wearing Air Force Ones like in two thousand four, two thousand three, two thousand four. So I mean, I well, only, damn. I, I like Air Force wearing, Ones too. I was just wearing Jordans. Oh my bad. <laughs> you, you good? Yeah, that was just that was just me. Your preference, right? Yeah, that, that was, was your exactly, preference. That was just me. Then. So when younger, I wasn't able. I wasn't able to have all the J's. So I, yeah. When I got able to pay for them. I had all the J's. Heck yeah. And like I say, I I started getting competition from my brother. So, you know, he had every you know, different releases from Air Force Ones to Jordans to yeah. uh, phone posits and I wasn't I wasn't trying to compete with that, but I was like, you know, you can't you can't compete with me when it comes to this Jordan stuff, yeah. you know, but you know, it was just, you know, that's sibling rivalry stuff. So of course, of course. And that's what that's that was where I was having fun with my brother and you know, you know, when he passed, I was like, I'm gonna come up with something to remember him by. And Keep his memory alive. Yeah. So facts. And I, that's what I that's what I did. I started, you know, reselling shoes and squeaky clean kicks, and you know, it's kind of it's catchy. Yeah, I, I like it. it. I like it. Yeah, it's sweet, catchy, sweet. and I've been rolling with it ever since uh, 2015. All right, so let me ask: most expensive pair you sold? Who South Beach LeBrons? South Beach LeBrons. Yeah. South Beach LeBrons, and it's funny how I came across the South Beach LeBrons. I, a dude in the military was moving, and he was selling all this stuff, and those those were one of the items he was selling. And he had them. He had them, and I think I gave him like 200 bucks. Yeah, I gave him like 200 bucks, and yeah, 200 bucks for the South Beach LeBrons. Yeah. And I back door wound up selling them for like 500 so was, yeah, yeah, that's a big ass investment. Yeah, it was. That was at least on the return. Yeah, that was that was Jeez. crazy. It was crazy. And so, what's the most? Well, at least in your line, in your business, in my rotation. Yeah, like what's the most requested shoe? Our Jordan ones, retro ones. The retro ones. Yeah, because last year, I want to say based off the documentary that came out. Of the uh, the Chicago Bulls documentary that came out last summer, they spiked up. I bet they did. And Prices too. The price it it made that shoe that that shoe was like a hundred and twenty. Yeah. Hundred twenty, hundred and sixty dollars shoe. Yeah. Easy. Easy. And after the documentary, you know, just it just blew up. You can you can charge anywhere from on the low end, <laughs> low end three fifty. What? Three hundred fifty dollars for a pair of uh, retro ones. Three hundred fifty. Three fifty, yeah. On the low end, that's and and. And that's brand new. Brand new. None even, of this. Even, none of this like gent like gently worn or. Gently worn, two two fifty, two sixty, two seventy. Gently worn. Gently, yeah. Yeah, you put gently. That, like, I like that. <laughs> no creases. No creases. <laughs> I'm gonna use it because everybody looks for creases in the front. I look for creases some, on my some shoes. Some people think the creases is what makes it a uh, doper. Really? Yeah. Cause it's what? More it's more retro. Is that a word? More retro? Retro. I don't. <laughs> I guess it is now. It's more retro. The more creases, the more you know. Really? Just like I hear that. a lot of people like don't want, like I guess like some sneakerheads, what they call them, don't want creases on them. Nah, or maybe I haven't went back and you know 
the research or yeah. you know, I, I always started the, the more the more the, what's the term the gently worn gently worn <laughs> slightly worn slightly gently worn so I'm like for example uh, like three retro threes if they got like an old OG kind of look and they kind of that, that that's that's they'll sell that'll, that'll sell really I, I got on the pair of uh, yeah the Jubilees Jubilees I think once the bottom of this I think uh, if the more the yellow gets on the bottom of the shoe I think they, they like it like that really the shoe heads like it better like that. I I, I could be wrong. Yeah. Though, but, you know, I, I've dealt with different, you know, sneaker heads or okay. different clients or customers who buying shoes. And, you know, some want brand new. Some, like, if it's, if it's nice, gently worn, like, yeah. it has that ritual look, you know, the better. And I think I asked you this, like, the last time, like, are most of your clients male or females that, that, that buy the shoes? It's mixed. But it's mixed. It's mixed. mixed. A little it's bit really of both. Mixed. It's mixed. Shout out to them single moms, though. <laughs> they be coming through. Oh yeah, I'm single moms be coming through. Shout out oh, to them single moms, man. shout out to the baby moms, and right. Shout out to them side chicks that be coming through. <laughs> <laughs> they be coming through too. This dude said side chicks. I'm not side nice chick. ass nothing. <laughs> but they be buying though. So what about the main squeeze though? Like, do they be coming through? Everybody come through, but like I said, you know, As the women, the women show up and buy. Yeah, the women show up and buy. For the men or for the kids? All the above. They buy really? for their husband, they buy for their side dude, they buy for their kids. Is this they they buy for their they mama. What? But the women show up and spend that bread. Man, well shout out to the single moms, man. Shout out to the women, man. Jeez. Just what last one was the what, women's history month? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Yeah, February is black history, I think women's history is also. Yeah, so shout out to the women's right. Shout out, love, respect. Respect, love and all of the above. This guy. Well, I mean, well, that's cool, man. So, you know what? I'm going to give you a 30-second plug for you to plug in Squeaky Clean, man. Go ahead. Okay, hey, get ready. On, oh, oh. No, no, go ahead. 30 seconds, go. Hey, what's going on? This is Damon Pickens, CEO of Squeaky Clean Kicks. Hey, you know what it is. You want the shoes, you got my number. 469-785-4919. Call me. Text me. Let's let's go to work. I can try to get what you need. Uh, just don't call me at the team. I will leave his his plug on my social media too. So, do you you have social media, right? Yeah, I have a Facebook and I have a, Instagram. Uh, Instagram. Okay, I right, so I will plug you in on my social media. So if if anybody's interested and want some of the rest, some of the illest kicks or however these kids are calling sneakers or however they're calling it nowadays sneakerheads give him a boy rock he has to plug so get with him and um but yeah man i mean what's your favorite you don't yeah what's your favorite shoe i told you it was uh the jordan's 11 jordan 11 yeah the red and whites which ones the red ones and white ones red ones and white ones um it's the hold on yes no no it's uh are those the which one are those? These Jubilees. But are they the twelves? No, these are retro eleven Jubilees. Elevens. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess mine's are the the twelves. Patent leather. All the patent patent leathers are the uh, retro elevens. See, I don't even know about that. Like <laughs> patent leather and shit. I mean, I just listen. I I would always see them back in middle school, man. I would and I would always tell myself, "Is the Jordan twelves the one that I want?" Uh, I'm my all-time favorite. Out, out of all the shoes... What size you were? I'm a 12. Of all the shoes that in his lineup, those are my favorite. Because they came out... White and red. White on top, red bottom? Yeah. Or vice versa. So those came out when I was back in middle school. Uh-huh. And it's like... Because they read... They got re-released a couple of years ago. Yeah. Dude, I, when I saw the date, I got excited. I was so fucking happy. <laughs> But then I saw the price. I was like, "Hold up, man! That's a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> the way my bank account set up right now. That's what yeah. I, I was like. I'm gonna have to hold that right now. It's the price for me. Yeah, right. I mean, it's but not the price for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the price for me. <laughs> I mean, I can love this shoe from a distance, you know. But yeah. I mean, yeah. But of his lineup, you know, from the ones all the way to me, to me, those are the ones that like I. That's a good. That's a good retro. Though. I just like the look, the style, 
the different color schemes. I think I the, got the black and red. I think and, I got some for you. And what then you? yeah, I'm twelve. So the black and red, and also the the black and white ones. Mm. Like those are like my time favorite, man. Those my out of all the twelves, the black black and white ones. But you, know, they got a pair that coming out this year. Are they re-releasing? They, they, the, the, I think the best colorway of, uh, of all the retro twists, they're coming out with the Texas. That was the original. Really? That's the original colorway. The first colorway on the twist. Yes. The white on top, black at the bottom. Good. Because here's my thing. It's like, like all these sneakerheads or like people like you that sell them, it's like, like do they come from Nike or do just like some kind of like off brand that the imitation is like, but break that stigma for me. So with that, I'm in the game too. So they come from the shoes are made in China. Of course, China ships them to the Nike warehouses <laughs> or whatever, and they get boxed up. And, and then after that, they get, they get sent to the retail stores. That's and that's, that's how it goes. That's how that goes. That's how that goes. <laughs> okay. And you know what's going on now? You got to wait in the damn line. To yeah. At the retail stores to get in to get to get shoes. Yeah. But you know what? Yeah, Squeaky Clean Kicks does that though. He does it for you. He does it for you. You know. So that's you know. I think. So when I charge you that fee, don't don't look at me crazy because I'm going to have to go wait in lines. Do my drive. Yeah, drive. That's an A one service. That's an A one service right there. Yeah. So I mean, when I charge, when I put my price out. I don't want to hear no negotiation, but you know, it's time. I, I get, I get that. You know, I get people. You know, people want a discount. They yeah. look good, but you know, I got a crowd for you. Walk, you know, put some, put some time in with me. Shop with me, and I show love. I'm always about showing love. Yeah. I, I show that. I get that love at the end of the day because you get, you give love, you get love back. Of course, that was one. But I'm respect. big on, yeah, I'm big on that. I, when I when I started out selling shoes, so many people showed me love, and I was like, man. So you know. I appreciate the love, and I'm like right now in the game, as far as me and doing uh, selling shoes, yeah. I am working on showing more love. Okay. You know as far as like I'm doing uh, raffles, I'm doing little. Yeah, giveaways. I saw that. Yeah, I had a raffle. I had like a, a couple shoe, of weeks ago. I think you had a raffle. I had a shoe giveaway. Yeah. And I had a shoe giveaway, and that that real that really felt good. Uh, to give back. Yeah, yeah, it felt good. So I'm working on some more stuff. I'm trying to just do. I'm trying to come up where I do like a little giveaway, a little raffle every month. That way, you know, get to interact with the more people. And, of know, course, you get the word out. Yeah, and it's all about the love. Of, of facts, man. It's like I said, man, ending the hustle, man. Because now that you said that that you go look for the shoe, mm -hmm. it, it was at North Park. I was, I remember vividly, I was buying a, a Jason Wynn jersey that I still have. I was at. Uh, fans I believe mm -hmm. and let, uh, no it was a Galleria or North Park but we crossed paths when I saw you it was at Galleria Galleria right and then I asked you what are you doing though I'm here to pick up some shoes because I'm, I'm sending it to a client so now I understand why you got it up charts because you physically yourself go wait in line get the shoe gas time you know so now I see why because I think I told you about some price for the shoes I'm like this what but now now I understand why you up the price because you yourself go. It's not like you like phone somebody else to do it for you. Like you I'm go good. yourself, I'm a one service, you know, and then then you give it to the to the I, person I, themselves. The yeah. Facts. Well, okay, well, shit. Well, I'm, I don't know that part of the game. In that's, that case, I'm about to revisit that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I've been doing, you know, and I'm, I, I I love it. I've been doing it. I've I've been doing it since 2015. I've, Man. And pick up me. I think it's really just it's networking too. Networking and the love the, the shoe culture is a is a is a beautiful culture, man. Is it competitive? Beautiful compare hey com competition is beautiful too, man. So other sneakerheads trying to undercut your man, your prices. It's not even that they, they're undercutting me, they're just they're they're putting their price on how what they feel for their services. The market, yeah. With their services and I'm putting my price on for what I service. feel for my services. Okay. That's what that is at the end of the day. Y'all don't think it's really no competition or we trying to compete against each other because no I see I run into resellers, you know, that I you know that I when I initially was starting out. Yeah. And I was seeing them buying shoes, and we, and now that I still run, run into them, and you know we chop it up and okay. conversate about a shoe or conversate about it, life or anything. But you know that's that's the beauty of of the shoe culture for. for so me. say like I'm a, 
I'm a I'm a I'm a sneakerhead and I got my own shoes, mm-hmm. and I have have somebody reaching out to me. Hey, I need this shoe, mm-hmm. and I know you, and we're cool like that. And you have that shoe. Mm-hmm. That's happened. And, oh, it has. That's happened. Oh, okay, that's I didn't know that. A, that's why I say it's a beautiful thing. Like, okay, I, yeah, it's it's cool. It's a beautiful thing. I've I've met with guys who like who who selling stuff. Well, I mean, they were they were buying shoes. Okay. They bought shoes from me, and they were selling them, you know, for their own, their own brand. And yeah. I, I thought that was pretty cool, and you know, at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's all networking. Cause I met a, I met a cat last summer. He bought shoes from me, and uh, we just kept running into each other into the store. And I was seeing him. He was seeing me. No way. Uh, I was selling stuff to him. He was selling stuff to me. It, I, it was cool. Okay, but, you know, so there's not that competitiveness, like trying to steal each other's clients. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. Or it's about sharing. You know what? I don't have it, but I got this dude that that might have it, or he has it. I think. I think. I think that's how it's, that's how it go. I think that's how it's going. And then I've had like I've had guys reach. Hey, you got a shoe? Because I don't got it. Such such look for this shoe. I'm like, okay, I got it. Yeah. And I'll be like, I appreciate the hell of you. And they're saying you something, you That's know, L-U. somebody. Oh, oh, okay, like okay. It's a good layup, a good little LU. Okay, I'm not like in my thing. I'd be, I thought it would be like competitive, you know, like I want to keep my client because I want to keep them coming to me. Pretty sure it is. It's and it is like that. It pretty sure it is like that. Cause I, let me see. I think I got a, a homie who was like, yeah, I think we was in competition. No, we weren't. We weren't in competition. It was okay. I had a shoe. He sent somebody to, to me. I sold him the shoe. Yeah. And I would do vice versa. If I didn't have it and I knew that you that had, had a shoe, it, yeah. I'm calling you. Hey, such such for come pick up a shoe from you. That's 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 my assist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I'm like LeBron with it. I appreciate assisting. <laughs> Why you gotta be LeBron, though, man? I mean, he's, he's an assist. Okay. You want me to say Westbrook? I mean. Nah, or LeBron. Yeah, LeBron. I'm a, I'm a little assist. <laughs> assist you. Man. This guy is an assist. Yeah. I mean, all right, so you're a black businessman. That's how I feel about it when I'm at, in, in the shoe game. I feel successful. I feel good. Uh, yeah. This that, that part of the game has taken me other places that I never would have dreamt, you know, yeah. going or seeing and doing. But like I say, I appreciate all the experience. I appreciate all that stuff. I appreciate that. The whole journey of it, of yeah, yeah. meeting people, yeah. where it's taking you. And do you do just locally, or do you ship them out? I ship, I ship. All I, over the place. My military buddies, my, my, oh, my, no my buzz that I was in the service with, they reaching out. I got a Dwayne Gillespie. Yeah, Dwayne Gillespie. So, you know, we was in the, we was all in the same club, so we went to high school. Yeah. Day. He's reached out to me, and he's in the, he's in the Navy. Oh, shit, disclaimer. <laughs> Oh, oh, disclaimer. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So, he's in the service of military service. He's in the military, yeah. so, you know, he's reached out to me. Even Matt Green's in the military, in the military right? Green yeah. is also? Yeah, reached out to me, too. Like I say, uh, they're, they're they're overseas. Yeah. So, I've done business. We've done business. I've okay. Said, yeah, especially uh, Gillespie. Man, I haven't seen I, I follow him as I follow Matt. I follow uh, Gillespie on social media, man. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Well, bro, I got eight minutes left because I want to keep it on an hour because I don't want to delete. No problem. It, but I saved this topic for last because I know it's it's uh, you know triggered like a lot of oh, people. Oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Okay. So and I even told you know you cool. You're like yeah, it's cool. So the n word, <laughs> nigga. You're gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. How do you feel about nigga talking not er but with the a? All right, the let's a. get that straight because because yeah. those are two different things. Is it really though? Oh man! So the word man. I mean, like, what does it mean to you? And do you say it? And are you okay with other races saying it? And like, it's like a three or four or five question, you know. But yeah, we'll go with one. How do you feel about it? And do you say it? So it's two questions right there. How do you feel about it? And do you say it? I say it. Okay. Uh, I try to limit myself on saying because Fact, it's, yeah, it sound good coming out of my mouth sometimes. Okay. And, you know when you, you hear yourself saying it and you're like. Ugh. Yeah, it's easy. It's easier to pick another word besides that. You know, facts. I'm cool. I can come back door and say my brother. You know what I'm saying, dude. You know, peeps. You know what I'm yeah. saying, homie, partner, playboy. Yeah. But uh, I when you 
when you're used to saying a word like that for so long, it's kind of hard to kind of refrain from using it. You know, so to answer that question, how I feel about it, yeah, I don't feel no way about it, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, there is a respect thing behind it. Correct. That. Yeah, so Correct. We bring that up. There is a respect thing behind it. And, uh, but the word, the, the term is disrespectful, period. Though. Correct. So, so it's, it's almost like if you damn if you do and you damn if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that, and it's true because I'll admit it. I mean, I, I grew up Pleasant Grove with the skyline. Yeah. Back in our year, early 2000s, it was predominantly black and Hispanics. Yeah. Latinos. So, I mean, and I grew up around black. So, I feel, I say it. I'll admittedly, I'll say it. But I also don't say it just anywhere and everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. like me and you. I mean, I think we're close. I like to say we're close. I'll say it, but I, I also get the feel from you to see how you act. Because I have noticed that like, you don't really say it. You know, like, like you always say my dude or my or bro. So, like, that tells me that you don't say it and you don't feel comfortable. So, I don't say it when I'm around you. And so, the thing with it be, well, like I say, it comes back to the respect. Respect, part. correct. I'm being on that. that that's, that's what it is. Correct. And then, yeah, I have other, I have another black friend. He's like, I don't care. You know what I mean? I mean, unless we're comfortable, then I'll, I'll say it, but... You know, if I'm out in public, I'm not going to be like, nigga. I'm going to be like, I'm just like, yo, what up, my dude? You know, what's good? You know, but because a lot of people are like, oh, like, I think you have that respect and that and you're comfortable with that person, you know, of the other color. It's kind of like, all right, cool, you know, because we're not going to because I know and you know that I'm not going to take it beyond that. I'm not going to end it on the ER. It's going to end up in the A. That's, that's crazy. Man. You have to the ER and the A. Yeah, because cause this other black friend I was talking to, he was like, I don't care about the A. <laughs> and he, he's a big six foot five, 300-pound dude. He's a fucking beast. He's like, I don't care about the A. It's just the R is the one I have an issue. Like, that's the one that I, I, I'm about. And I think this not... All black folks, like, agree with that. Correct. Too, but some of most are like... Most of like, I don't care about that A, but I care about that ER. ER. If I hear that ER, then that's a. Then I'm fixed to do some extra ER. Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. Which is like, you know, I mean, because I was talking to my cousin, you know, and I say it, you know, I don't say it out loud. I'd be like, nigga, you know, or like, Ugh. and she's like, stop saying that, you know, that's so gentle, my dude. I mean, that's something my friends do, you know, amongst friends. So you that's, know? that's what I'm saying. You go, like, but it's. The respect. If she's yeah. asking you not to say that, are you going to back though and respect her wishes? I'm going to respect her not around her. But, I mean, yes, I should stop saying that. <laughs> but but you're right. Being surrounded by it for so long, yeah. you know, like most of my life yeah. and then and, and Pleasant Grove in high school, growing up, you know, and having both mixes of friends, yeah. Latinos and yeah. blacks, yeah. And, both of us, and both of us saying in the same room, it's kind of like, it kind of sticks with you. Yeah. You know, but... If I'm out in public, I'm going to watch what I say because I don't know if the other person will get offended if I use that type of language or, or that word. So it's kind of like, you know, I got to check myself, you know. Break yourself. But if I'm like with you, you know, or, you know, somebody who I'm cool with, yeah, I'm going to say it because, you know, just about to get the feel, you know, get the vibe. And if I notice that the other person doesn't say it, then, all right, you know what, then that person out of respect, I'm not going to say it, I, I, you know. So how do you feel, like, if another race says, like, uses it? Like, do you care? You're just like, dude, that's, that's messed up. So I had this, this, uh, I had this side where I was like, um, no, no, shouldn't say it. Okay. Shouldn't say and so that's your point, like, no, don't, don't say it. Don't say it. Like, facts, okay. It it because it get it gets out of hand. It get out of out of the, context. Yeah, yeah. It'll yeah, get out of context. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just the whole the whole scenario or the whole situation at that time could go anyway. Yeah. So that's I think if if you I think that's why so many other folks were just even even black folks were like we just don't say it, just eliminate it. But like I say, like I say, is when you see the word from so long, how you you know. It, you can try. That's all you yeah. can do at the end of the day. Try. Try. That's all you can do. Facts, man. You know what? You gonna, what you, you gonna try now? You gonna try not to see it? I'm gonna try. I mean, I like definitely gonna try. But when I'm out in public, you know, I definitely, you know, hold my tongue, you know, to see where I'm at because I'm not gonna, 
be either disrespecting people or offend people because I don't know how they feel about that. And so, I mean, if it's like amongst my really close friends, you know, we're just every once in a blue moon, it's not like they just hear the word. Like in, in these songs, like like these rappers use it like... See, and see that, and there's another point. There's freedom of speech. So that's why it's thrown out, you know, in, the, in those songs. I think there's... Well, it's okay. What's the freedom of speech okay. and expressing themselves, their art. That's that. That's what I would, you know, when I used to go look at some of the documentaries, you know, about the NWA and I yeah. felt about, you know, using that, that term and I was like, you know, they're expressing this and yeah. freedom of speech. So I was like, okay, I... I, I, I stand firm with that with that uh with that to support, I stand firm with that to support your cases of saying it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. To freedom of speech and you and you expressing your art. I, I stand with that. Okay. So so it looks like you ain't gonna never stop if you got freedom of speech. Freedom of speech, yeah. But if we know and you see it in these videos yeah. everywhere. If the other race that's not blacks says it and, and you the Latino be getting passed. They get the pass. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, pass, you know, like we're pass. both minorities, you know, yeah. so we both got to stick together. I've had so many messages, like, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and you're like, nah, nigga, you ain't nigga, but. <laughs> but it's, so they get the pass. So. Yeah. But if you white, Oh, I mean Eminem. Well, did he get away with this? Never, I'm never, never right? Eminem, no, 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 because I never said it. But I never heard him saying it in any of his raps. You know, one of the greatest rappers out there. I put lyricist top, top two. Top yeah, two. lyricist. Yeah. Is it lyricist or lyrical? It's lyricist, lyricist right? Lyricist. Okay. So Dang. I never, I, yeah, I never heard it. And you know, he were, he. I've never heard him use it in a song. Yeah, like, not that I'm thinking of nothing. That's another guy who almost kind of sounds like him. You know, well, not doesn't sound like him, but you know, he he's labeled a white rapper. But who? He, uh, Logic. Okay, lo- yeah. Well, he said his. I think he said his mom or his dad is black. You know what I'm saying? But but the, does that give him a pass? It gives him. It gives him a pass because somebody's somebody who helped ah. put it. Gave, in my opinion, <laughs> I think he gave. He's given a pass because, because somebody's black, black in his family. Him, somebody's black that that made him. Then that's a double edged sword right there. It, See what I'm saying? It, I know it's so crazy. I think that's why. I, that's why I backed up and I'm like, man, you just, <laughs> just don't say it. it, it and when just you, don't say it at all. If you're gonna say it, and with me. If it's in like it's it's in the songs though. Yeah, it's in the songs. So. We, the crunkest part of the song is, is right after. <laughs> <laughs> you want to say it because it's the it's in the crunkest part of the yeah, song. Yeah, it's in the hook. Yeah. It's in the hook of the song. Yeah. You want to the hook? Yeah, you want to say it. Oh, man. So what do you do? I, I'm singing my favorite song. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, me too. Exactly. I'll be like, exactly. I, I, you know, I'm brown. Like I said, I'll say it. I mean, I probably said it once or twice with you, and then after that, I noticed that you don't say it, so I don't say it around you anymore. Yeah. You man, know, so I but, catch that. You know, I but catch check, that. Check it out. You can't say back. You cannot tell me though. Back when we was in the cluster. Oh, in the cluster, it was. Oh, dude, it was all of us. Because it's all of us. Yeah. It, was all, it all came out of. Oh our yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So. But I, I think like we like grew, I think we grew we've grown up, up we, a little. We grew up with each other now. Yeah, fact. So it, it was gonna be, it was gonna be a lab. You know what yeah. I'm and I think sometimes when, when you guys did, even did y'all kind of y'all know, it's, y'all tiptoed around when you said it. It's frowned. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like I don't want to offend you, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Like that was brought us together. Like that camaraderie. You know, like we felt comfortable. I mean, we spent two hours with each other. I'm gonna give you one thing. Remember the barbecue. WrestleMania barbecue at your house, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we talked about that. Uh, yeah, I we did a barbecue at the crib, and y'all all pulled up. Yeah, and that was we shared the moment. Yeah, in the moment, yeah, we shared the moment. Y'all, even some, some of y'all didn't even like. Uh, you know what the moment was? What was even some, even even though some folks didn't like WWE at that yeah. time. Yeah, no, yeah, they all like WWF. barbecue. Yeah, and that was I served. I had barbecue was, was served. At of the course, event. yeah, I so remember. Everybody pulled up to eat the barbecue. You know what I'm saying? And we, we all watched, watched it. Mania. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was that was cool. And then we even had food. At, we even had food. Yeah, at, uh, that's why y'all came. You know what I'm saying? But oh, at, oh. At, in the classroom, you know oh, how? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd bring hot links and hot links and. And play the cube. I think you would bring the cube, right? I bring the. I remember bringing hot links. Even hot, hot links. Well, somebody brought the cube, and then somebody brought a sixty-four. 
I didn't even, yeah, I didn't bring none of my stuff. You know, we would just my be. My game system, my grandma didn't play that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> game system out of this house. So I know I didn't bring no game oh system. Oh, my God. So I remember bringing food when we used, on Fridays. Yeah. On Thursdays, we would have, we had a little, uh, we would have cluster day or something. Yeah. Or like that. Oh, man, good times. Yeah. You know, we need to have a reunion or just, like, you, Mario's around. The dudes be, them dudes, them, I be saying that to them dudes, and they be ready for it, man. We need to make something happen, man. I ain't you know, I'll even take this set with me because this is portable. I'll take this set, chop it up on the microphone and record it and have a little reunion. Me, like, Matt, Lil Yo, Lesbie. I'm trying to think who else, man. And some of the other cats. I, I got to look at my yearbook. I yeah. got my yearbook somewhere back there. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> I'm going lame and shit. I got a curveball for you. And I asked, and I And I asked this because when I used to Uber, okay. I picked up an African guy. And I was like, hey, do you, and this is you, not the African guy. Okay. Do you consider yourself black or African-American? Black. 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 Why not African-American? I'm not African. Motherland. I'm not from there. Your race does. It's my ancestors. Motherland. Ancestors. Okay. I am from America. Okay. So I'm black. Black. So I'm a black American. Black American. I, I didn't even know that. Like I'm, I look at you know me doing home, my doing me doing my home, homework, okay. doing my re, my little research. I come, I go with Black American. Okay. And the, so the Africans that are here are African American. They're Africans. Like those. They're big not from age. America, but they're they. If after a while you consider to be an American, so okay. African American. Okay. And and, and, and I'm generally surprised. Back in the day, even like when the when the black when. They used to say, so what What does Negro mean? Black. Black. Yeah, even even when I remember I used to add, when I was, I used to ask y'all like certain words in Spanish. Yeah. I was like, what is black? And you was like, it's negra. negra. Ne and negra, negra comes from the word Negro, black, right? Yeah. So when they were saying, back in the day, I, I just got to watching that, that uh, the Judas movie. Uh, oh, on, on Netflix or yeah, on, on so, Prime, whatever, yeah. So when he was saying, the Negro, it was, it's the, I black. Lived, the black. Yeah, black man. You never. They never said the African. I mean, yeah, they said the African American, but I, I, I'm black. I'm black. I'm a black American. Black American. Black American. Facts. Okay. Facts. Not like I'm generally like you know. I thought you were gonna say African American because your ancestry. That's what I think African American. I think African Americans are the ones from over there from coming Africa here. Came here. But if born breaks here, I'm born. I'm from here. Black American. Yeah, I'm black American. Well, folks, there you have it. First, black American. Yeah, I feel the same. White say they white Americans. But they don't say they're. That's so what makes me then. I'm born here. I'm I'm. Latino, so my is it Latino? Is it, on, is it Latino American? Have you ever heard? There's of Latin American. Latin American. But there's also so I can't. I think Latin American is fine, but Dino is just like from south of Texas all the way down to the uh, most point. I believe it's Chile. It's like the most southern point of Latin America is Chile. And yeah, it's Latin, but I say. I call myself Latino, you know, but your bloodline comes from Africa. Yeah. You know, African-American, but to you, being born here, black, black American. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's my belief. Facts. I know we today, man, like, we covered a lot, man. You know, I, I wanted to get it from, a, you know, from your perspective. And like, you definitely opened my eyes up even more, and especially when it comes to the N-word. Mm -hmm. Bro, I'm like, yeah, like... You're damned, you damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. That's yeah, how you feel. but... It also pushes me to like stop using it, okay. you know, because okay. of, because of the respect thing, you know, because I'm not gonna I, go I, up to I, every I black man and be like, "What up, my nigga?" Like, nah, bro. Yeah. Be like, "Hey, man, how you doing, my my bro, my boy?" You know, out of respect, you know, because I don't know how everybody's gonna react to it. Might not care, you know. Some might take offense to it, so it's kind of just better just leave it alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely. You ain't gonna never, You can't run up to everybody and be like, What's exactly. Up? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you know, you might you be kept up. Have you know? But that's why I wanted to. Like that's why I have these because I want to get the other person's perspective. That's really what we, everybody's supposed to be doing. Supposed to be having these conversations. Yeah, openly conversations. without being without like, being like don't judged, say that exactly. Getting ready to be attacked. And so this is why I call it the ozone. It's limitless, man. I thought you know, about ozone for some minutes. Oh well, <laughs> take it as you will. Take it as you will. Yay! You know what? You know what? Just for that. <laughs> But that's for a different show, but whatever. Yeah. That's for a different topic. No, but but for a minute, I appreciate you for coming out here, man. I appreciate um, you, man. I definitely no, learned a lot from you, man. Um, 
again, um, definitely opening my eyes to, you know, like your perspective of, you know, living as a black man. Oh, they are a little coke bottle, but they are open, rock. They are open. Gotcha. Again, man, thank you so much for coming out to Fournier, no, no man. man. You know, thanks you, for man. joining me in the ozone. And uh, you want to, you ever want to come back, man? You know, you know where I'm at. I'm you want to talk about who? I'm bringing bottles next. Hey, time. the bubbly. Hey guys, well, thank you guys for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you so much. Um, Hopefully tonight's uh, podcast was informative. It was for me. You know, it was for me. I had fun. You had fun, man? I had fun. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a good night.